0: No, you're not alone, because I'm going to make this place your home. News
1: Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sikola, the Louisville Real Estate Show, with you for a half hour here on this 840, 100,000, 50,000 watt blowtorch. It's a big one. We have in the studio with us Randy Rocky Swan Financial, six four five zero seven three six. At Kevin Dissler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. Good morning, gentlemen. Good, Good morning, morning, Bob. Uh, Kevin, we've got an email alert from you. There's a scam going on with regards to closings. Explain what's happening. Correct. You know, right, right now it seems that phishing and emails is a
2: huge issue now. But what they're, what they're doing, the scam is if you've got a buyer, Bob, and he's going to be closing their office in a week, they'll get an email that purports to be you or from our office that huh. says, okay, uh, closing office will not accept a, uh, a cashier's check. You need to make sure to wire you wire your funds, and you need to wire it a few days before closing. Oh, by the way, here are wiring instructions. And what they're trying to do is get your buyer to actually wire the funds, which usually hit to another state, then they go offshore. And our office and a number of other offices in town and actually nationwide are having the same. What they do is they hack into someone's computer, mm-hmm. and they basically see everything that's on the screen. So they have email addresses, they know the transactions, and what they're trying to do is to get the buyer to actually wire the funds to a uh, probably an offshore account.
1: So be alerted uh, anybody who is being asked to wire the funds, and this yeah. is actually a bigger problem in southern Indiana because in southern Indiana, was it over anything 10,000 or over yes. you have to wire funds in By law, by law. By law. So this sets up a scenario which can be very dangerous for any buyer out
2: there. And if anybody gets an email asking them to move money, transfer money, ACH, yep. wire, first thing you want to do is pick up the phone and call your
1: realtor right. to try to determine if it's real or not. Yeah, and they'll check with the closing attorneys and the banks to make sure that there's no problem that this is a legitimate request. To the phones we go, you can reach me anytime, by the way, three seven six five four eight three. That's uh, 3765483. Good morning. You're on News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello.
0: Hi, Bob. This is Parker. Uh-huh. I'm going to graduate soon with an engineering degree, and also I'm looking into getting a house. And I was wondering because I've heard that I need to have two years of prior employment. I asked my mom if she could co sign for me and was just wondering if that was a requirement. Two years prior employment? Uh, no. No. Uh, no, we can help you on that scenario. In fact, sometimes I can do it even if you have a, just a contract on mm. where you're going. But uh, definitely, if you have two pay stubs, uh, no brainer. Very and easy. Is it?
1: I'm going to be very careful here. Can you do better for an engineer or a doctor than anybody else? I mean, does, no, not uh, at all. It's okay.
0: it's all credit score driven by. Got it.
1: Got it. And history, I guess, on what you're doing. Uh,
0: it, it, not as much history if it's credit score and they get it approved. They're good. Uh, it, it, they're good to go, and it doesn't make a difference if they own ten houses before. Hate them on time or if they didn't
2: well so i really, had this situation with my daughter don't they have to have a few credit lines established before they come to
0: see you right out of college Does it uh, that, help? that's correct they do and uh, that's all credit score driven kevin so okay. uh, in that scenario as long as the credit score is there most of the time we can get them approved
1: got it okay. to the phones we go good morning bob secolder louisville real estate show news radio 840 whas hello hey
0: bob this is Mike, yep. I'm selling my dad's home and I don't want any recourse afterwards. What should I do?
1: Okay, so Kevin, he's selling the dad's home. Obviously, uh, maybe dad passed away, but he's responsible for it. Uh, what would you suggest in terms of filling out disclosures? Uh, does he need to say anything in the disclosure, like he hasn't lived at the home, things like that?
2: Well, it's really hard based on the comments that yeah. he had, but I'm assuming let's just say his father passed away and he's selling it as the executor of the estate, let's, right. let's yeah. say. You don't really know the condition of the home. It's it's not your home. You have not lived in it. So what you're talking about is when you take a listing, they have to fill out what's called a seller disclosure. Right. And I think you need to be honest and upfront and just say, I never lived at the house. My father's home. I really have no present knowledge of any problems with it. And usually
1: you try to sell the property as is. What if the, like, for example, Mike knows that the roof was five years old because he saw it installed five years ago. The HVAC system is three years old. Would you suggest filling that out legally? Is he responsible for that information if he puts it down there? Anytime you make any statement, you could be held responsible for the statement. And Even if you indemnify yourself at the end where you say you've never lived in the home? Usually
2: you can have a, some type of a clause that say that you have no – you do not have any actual knowledge of any type of a problem with the home. Mm-hmm. Uh, But you always have to be very cautious. If you make a statement and you're incorrect later on, it may come back to haunt you. Also, most of the times you'll have an attorney for the estate that will put in language in the deed to make sure that you realize that there's no personal obligation back to the executor, that it just is against the estate. But like I said, you you do quite a few of these too. and, and, And most of the time you see them sold as is because the parent perhaps hasn't kept the property up as well as. And again, if you don't live there, you, you, pro- you, you don't know the background of the house. So it's best just to say, listen, it's my father's home. I really have no actual knowledge of how well it was maintained, what the condition is. You're free to come in and take a look with a home inspector. Got
1: it. Okay. All right. Uh, by the way, coming up in a little bit, six per- things professional burglars don't want you to know. We'll have that in a little bit. Also, if you're thinking of listing and selling your home, we've got a free, no-obligation, 150-step guide to selling your home faster and for more money. Just simply email me, bob at Louisville.com and in the subject line, 150 step, and it has a lot more information that will help you in terms of selling your home. And speaking of that, we really do need homes. There's a shortage of homes in the 100 to really $500,000 price range. And what's happening is buyers, there's so many buyers out there right now that anytime something comes on the market, we're selling it for more money and faster than we've ever seen it before. Call me three seven six. Five four eight three. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekuler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hi Bob, this is Scott. Yep. My home has geothermal. Is it a plus or a negative uh, when it comes to selling a home? So let me ask. Let's do a quick little poll here. Do you both know what geothermal homes are? Yes. Yes. You, in your minds, is it a plus
0: or a negative? I think it would be a plus. Yep. Uh, maybe there could be some repairs when you get some repairs. Yeah. And then it could be more expensive. But I think overall, you probably would be a plus.
1: Kevin, you kind of winced on this. You
0: well, I, would,
2: I would I would consider it a plus, but the same thing, Randy's like, well, who do you get to work on with these systems? Are I don't they think, that prevalent?
1: I don't think there are that many moving parts once you go into the earth and it comes back out again. So I don't know that that's the problem. I think the education of the buyers is the problem. I think there are some buyers who are scared of anything new. If you do a poll of whether you'd rather have a gas or electric furnace, you get kind of a 50-50. Now, people who buy... Gas furnaces say it's a uh, nicer heat. People who buy electric furnaces say it's savings and money. There's two different uh, opinions here. As for this particular question with geothermal, we haven't seen any problems, and it is a major cost reduction uh, on your heating and cooling bills because of the nature of, of what geothermal, basically, folks. You got water that goes into the ground beneath the surface down low where it's a constant temperature, and through heat exchangers and cooling exchangers, you're basically trading off the heat or cold depending upon the type of time of the year. And so it is a savings. It's really going to depend, just to be sure here, Scott, it depends on the buyer's education. And so it's to our benefit as agents to say, okay, here's what you need to know about geothermal. And if you want more information, we put you online. Google it, and you'll see there's a lot of stuff out there. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sikolder, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio, 840 WHAS. Hello.
3: Hey, Bob. This is Cynthia. Hey. And I heard that Fannie Mae has some new program out where you can refinance all of your student loans um, if you own a home. Do you know anything about that?
0: Randy? Yes. Uh, and there are three. What, what, what's basically happening is, is, is basically on a cash-out situation, uh, you can only go up to eighty percent. Fannie Mae is coming out saying if you're only going to do st- student loans, we'll let you go up to ninety five percent of your loan to value. Ooh, so and that that's that's one scenario where where uh, it can really help. The second scenario is, if someone else is making your student loan payment, it will no not go against your debt to income ratio. And so, in other words, if your parents are making the uh, payment, mm-hmm. then it will not go against your debt, and so you have a, a lot better chance of being approved. And um, uh, the third, what was the third? We'll come back if you think of it. We'll come yes, back. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, no,
1: it's all right. It happens. <laughs> Even presidential <laughs> candidates have that that blank in the head. Yeah, not a problem. All right, we're going to take a break when we and we'll give Ch- Randy a chance to think about what it is. When we come back, six things professional burglars don't want you to know in the studios with us randy rocky swan financial who's busy googling the third thing six four five zero seven three six at kevin Disler, pitt and frank at eight eight I think that pitt and frank attorneys sorry eight nine five nine nine zero zero i'm bob sicola three seven six five four eight three you're listening to news radio 840 the louisville real estate show on news radio 840 WHAS. a home loan or refinancing. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply.
2: Did you know that federal law gives the buyer in a real estate transaction the right to choose who conducts the closing on their home purchase or refinance? Tell your realtor and loan officer to select Louisville's choice in real estate closings. Pitt & Frank, LLC. Serving homeowners for over 25 years, we are a trusted source in the real estate business where licensed attorneys close your transaction. Rely on the best. Rely on us at Pitt & Frank, LLC. 895-9900.
1: That's 895-9900.
3: In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Are you thinking of selling your home, but you're not sure which agent to hire? You have a lot of choices, but really, the choice is simple. Because there's only one agent I would trust to sell my home. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and check out Bob Sokolers' guarantee to sell your home, or he will buy it. See why year after year, Bob outsells every agent in Louisville. Partner with the agent I trust. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold.
1: W H A S the Louisville real estate show. Thank you, Bob McCorkren. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, We're hooking up again.
0: Yes, Randy Rocky. I do have the third. Oh, you do the third thing. Thank uh, you. On on the student (laughs) loan scenario, uh, what they have done is, if your payment, if you have a fifty thousand dollar loan, they take one percent as your debt on that payment. So, in other words, it would be a five hundred dollar payment a month. What Fannie Mae is saying now is whatever is on the credit report, they will allow that to be your a part of your debt ratio. So if it's $40 payment, they're going to allow that as well. So that's what's on the table. It's not been approved yet, but the student loan issue is a real problem, and it's really hurting people getting qualified. It really is. All right. Well, that's understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, And by the way, Barbara Corcoran, guaranteed sale that we talk about, we list your home, we sell it. Uh, you can cancel it any time. There's never any extra fees with the Guaranteed Sale Program. And you want more information, call me, three seven six five four eight three Or email me, bob at com. Six things professional burglars don't want you to know. Nighttime burglaries aren't the best time. Burglars like to break into homes during daytime hours. Uh, the last thing criminals want to do is encounter somebody at home, so they think you're at work. They know when you're not at home. Thanks to social media. If you post online that you're out of town or having fun on this vacation or on a cruise, Randy Rocky, they know you're not home. Uh, They don't like your security practices. Burglars want nothing to do with alarm systems, whether they're from the best home security companies or not homes without a security system are almost 300% more likely to be targeted for a break-in. Number four, great targets advertise their weapon supply. If you're a proud gun owner, and a lot of people are, they won't scare burglars away. In fact, it entices them. A gun is stolen roughly every two minutes in the United States, so homeowners should be sure to always lock up their guns. Uh, number five, shrubs and uh, architecture make great hiding spots. A burglar can hide behind a fence um, or a shrub and break in. They're not going to be seen, and they're going to get in a little quicker. And then uh, I think there's a number six, but i got to tell you, I can't find it. Randy, can, oh, Randy, it. can you Google got it. it? Got it. I don't need to, no, I don't need Randy to Google it. Here it is. Uh, valuables being left in the open help of the Steve's target a location. You've got to keep your expensive things out of sight if you've got some good looking furniture, uh, TVs in plain sight of a window. And how often have we driven by homes and you look, you're just driving by your neighbor's home and in the window you can see that beautiful, big, bright, flat screen TV? That's a target. And even a new MacBook in front of your first-floor window in a, an apartment or a condo, that's a target as well. So some tips to think about, six things that burglars don't want you to know. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Saccola. Oh, wait, fixer-uppers is where we're moving to now. So look, how many of you guys, you you don't necessarily, you're not buying and flipping them, but there are a lot of companies, a lot of shows on TV like Flipper fixer-uppers, flipper-flop, first-time flippers. Have you heard of these? Um, yeah, yeah, The Flipping Home Shows are popular. We are truly blessed to be myself and my agents and my team working with one of the best home flippers in the Louisville area. Tim does an amazing job with homes, so you're thinking about getting into flipping maybe? Here are some tips from one of the best,
3: Tim. Bob, we look for boarded-up houses, um, foreclosures that need uh, major repairs, um, typically starter homes. Uh, somewhere between 1,000 to uh, 1,300 square foot uh, that we can go in, gut it, clean it up, uh, make it look new. Is it typically foreclosures or do you look online to
1: find homes that are listed in that category? Because typically you're buying in what price range? Uh,
3: Typically buying somewhere between 25 to 50, Mm -hmm. uh, depending on the house itself. Uh, We've uh, targeted foreclosures, but we've also uh, purchased uh, individual properties from people um, uh, just through acquaintances and names of people who call us, uh, saying they have a house for sale. Uh, how much time do you put in to take to flip the house to get it ready? Our our goal is four months. Um, we want to we want to turn in four months. Um, sometimes a little longer, depending mm-hmm. on what the projects are and how many projects we got going on at the, at one time. So. And, and for any would be flippers who are listening right now. You do some of the work yourself, but really you contract, you have a crew that comes in. Yeah, we, we, we've we been able to identify solid contractors. We, we don't do a whole lot of the work ourselves other than design and some of the demo work. And we do some of the landscaping work ourselves. But uh, otherwise, we use contractors that we've uh, been working with for a couple of years. If
1: you have a house that you think might be perfect for Tim or any of our other flippers, uh, call me, especially you know, if it, maybe it's a parent's house and you want to get rid of it quickly and Tim gets you a good price on it, 376-5483. Tim is a great guy and has a great uh, feel for what he does with homes and just improves them, 376-5483. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Seculder Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS, hello.
2: Hi, Bob, this is Craig. Uh, what can I do? I, I have houses in the south end. I'm thinking of selling. I have homes in the uh, south end. appreciate it more. And what should I do if I'm going to fix it up and sell it?
1: Okay, you know, You could probably call Tim. You probably heard us talking to Tim about uh, flipping. So, Craig, if you don't have the time or don't have the inclination to want to flip the homes, uh, there are some basic things that anybody who's listening to us right now, who's got a house, who's thinking about selling it, you need to have a baseline for what you're going to do. And the very first thing is it can't look out of date. So if your parents were living there and they haven't done any improvements, or you have and haven't done improvements, and you want to get top dollar or even equal to what other homes in your area are getting, it needs to have the same look that other homes have. And by that I mean if the cabinets are out of the 1940s or the stove is 1960s, a buyer is going to walk in there and, and is not going to give it the same value of a home that they walk into and they, maybe the cabinets and the appliances maybe 5 or 10 years old. So you need to bring it up to at least that level. Now, the problem with all this is, let's say you modernize the kitchen. And by the way, the two things that sell a home most, fastest, and for more money are the kitchen and master bathrooms. So those two things. But let's say you put 10000 into the kitchen. The national statistics show that you'll only get back 85% of what you put into a kitchen remodel. So it's kind of a losing battle if you're going to put in some stuff that's going to make it look better i have some tips that will help you reduce the cost Uh, one of them is and i think this is important call and find bargains out there uh, of new appliances so there's a place in town i I have no relationship with these guys but bargain supply you know what i'm talking about there's a scratch and dent deal I think H.H. Greg is either gone out of business or going out of business. They have some pretty great business. You, you didn't know that? Yeah, they're going out of business nationally. So they have some deals going on. But shop during, for example, holidays, 4th of July coming up. Shop during that time because they could come up with deals. And then try to look for the best deals. You get the best, best bang for your buck and do some of the work yourself, if you can. If you can't, then maybe friends that you know can do it for you at a reduced rate. But the goal is, not to pay the high end and then not get the money back to get things fixed up. So you need a baseline. So if your carpet looks like it's been torn up and thrown, if the wood floors need to be refinished or redone completely, those are things that bring it up to a baseline to at least put some carpeting in there that looks new, paint the walls, paint the trim, fresh, maybe new light fixtures and switches and plumbing fixtures. There you go. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio, 840. W-H-A-S, hello.
0: Hi, Bob. This is Jessica. My dad recently passed away and left a mortgage that he hasn't paid for three to four months. What are my options? Am I responsible for this?
1: Okay, Kevin, so what options? I mean, there are a lot of us who face uh, parents who are passing away. What would you suggest?
2: Well, she has no responsibility to make the, the mortgage payments, but I'm assuming she's probably in charge of the estate. And at some point in time, it does have to be dealt with. So usually the best way to do that, unless there's a family member that may want to take over the house, that you uh, do call uh, a local real estate agent and probably sell it. And I think we had a a discussion uh, on another episode about this too, is that you also want to probably have the probate counsel also give you some information about what type of representations you want to make. And just to make sure that you are completely off the hook, mm-hmm. sometimes if there's not enough equity in the property, what you want to do, and every bank's got a department, the borrower passed away, you may want to just take the keys down to the bank, keys in lieu of. Well, and you just give it's it's not your responsibility. You're you're not on the note. Uh, we just had one last year that happened. There just wasn't enough equity in the property. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an illness that kept drawing on the home equity line to take care of medical expenses. There just really wasn't anything left in the way of equity. So they just gave the key back to the bank. The bank goes through the foreclosure process and sells the property. Got it. That's good advice. Very good advice. All right. Oh, and one other thing yeah, I, did, yeah. I did learn, too, if you want to keep it, keep up the, the mortgage payments, say you do have a family member who wants to buy it, they, they really can't call the note because of the death. So you do have a little bit of time to
1: work it out. If you're thinking about buying a home these days, let me give you four reasons to buy a house today that are important. First of all, Buying is cheaper today than renting. In fact, there's a report, uh, rent versus buy, which shows that it really ends up costing you a whole lot more for renting than it would to buy a home and paying the mortgage. Not to mention the tax credit, which really also points to the fact that home ownership forces you to save. So when you're when you're buying a home and you're putting money into it, it's appreciating, and part of your payment goes for reduction of the principal, as well as the interest rate that the banks charge, but that reduction in principal comes back to you when you sell it, and so it's forcing you to save money. Also, home ownership offers, as I mentioned briefly, several tax deductions, though there's always been talk about reducing or eliminating those tax deductions. I don't think the American public would ever stand for that. So you're able to write off a number of items that you pay for with a home, and that's a major advantage. And finally, item number four... Experts expect home price appreciation to continue, at least for a number of years. So if you buy now, let's say, a $100,000 home in four years, it may be worth $120,000. Who knows? In Louisville, thanks to the appraisers, and we're having appraiser issues, um, the appraisers are keeping values down to probably a 3% appreciation in many areas. But in other parts of the country, we've seen 10% appreciation and more. I made a call. By the way, we were having problems with a an appraisal, and we're seeing appraisal problems where the appraisers are keeping these prices down. I called uh, the appraisal board. Now, is it Larry Disney used to be the head of the appraisal board, but he has basically retired, and the appraisal board is being brought in with other uh, groups: the Realtors Association, the um, in addition to the appraisal Realtors. There's the home inspection. Uh, group and there's one more that all are all being brought in together auctioneers I think, auctioneers right. Uh, you're right no, you're right. So that, those four they had individual groups but under our current governor what happened was he said, okay there's a lot of duplication and so let's bring them all in under one group and save money. That's an interesting idea. But here's the negative. the appraisal board there's no money in charge yet yeah <laughs> there's so I called asking, okay, what are we going to do about these appraisal problems? And they say, well, we don't know. (laughs) So what? (laughs) Because you could in the past, you could basically uh, file an appeal on these appraisals. But there's no one in charge right now. So I don't know what's going on. And this is a very disappointing and and aggravating problem for a lot of sellers and buyers who are sitting on the fence waiting to see if they can buy a house. And all of a sudden they're told, nope, can't do it.
2: Well, it's very difficult for appraisers, too, because the the price, you know, you want to have price
1: discovery. But the market is moving a little
2: faster than oh, yeah. the comps, and, and so they have a problem with that too.
1: I, one appraiser says that they're being told, and I'm not sure by who, they wouldn't reveal, to stay within three or four months of, for appraisal prices, go back only three or four months. That's a, a concern because the code says, the 2012 says, you can go back six, and then if you can't find comps, go back a full year. And so uh, appraisers, I know you're working under these guidelines that uh, they're not Something that you would necessarily agree to, but you're being forced to do this. I'm just saying there's got to be some way to get this to up to Washington and get them to work on something that has newer and better guidelines for the American public. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sakoter, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio, eight forty W H A S. Hello.
0: Hey Bob, this is AJ. Hey. My question is, is it good or bad to pay the full asking price of a house in cash up front? And what are the pros and cons of doing so?
1: Well, the cons are you don't get to meet a guy like Randy Rocky. That's why I'm <laughs> financial. Well, <laughs> yeah. So obviously, and this is always a, this is a financial question that I always have trouble with because, you know, if you're paying and if you look, ask Dave Ramsey, he'll tell you one yeah. thing. But if you're got a mortgage, you can do you've got write-offs to reduce your tax burden. And you've got the cash in the bank, which is also appreciating, or you can use it for another investment. But at the same time, if you're looking at um, buying a house, and today in today's market, if you write on the contract cash, and you can verify that that has been the cash is there, you will go ahead to the head of the line versus somebody who doesn't have cash and have a an appraisal or has to be done and go through the litany of having a mortgage done. Uh, and, Randy, you can write an appraisal letter, though, if they're going to buy a house that says you verified the buyer's credentials, cash amount, uh, and the like, correct? Uh,
0: that's correct. And um, on the first-time homebuyers, which we've done a lot with you, Bob, is uh, this direct uh, tax interest refund is really advantageous. So, so that's another way to get, uh, Yeah, to get- that's another reason maybe some people would finance, some people wouldn't. And it all depends on, uh, you know, there are are a lot of things that go into factors of that, what the interest rate is, and uh, uh, many other factors. So uh, great question. Some people like paying cash. Some people like to have a a mortgage. We have have
2: wealthy people all the time. Their their financial advisors suggest they take a big mortgage on the property. They take a big mortgage, yes. yes. Because at the interest rates and the deductibility that you mentioned, it's a good financial. But there's like Dave Ramsey. You go to sleep at night knowing. You yeah. own your house. No debt. Yeah. You know, there's but certain value it, to that.
1: I, I the in this market though, folks, if you have cash, you will win an offer every time. It just happens. Well, miss yep.
2: sounds like we're getting the work, Mr. Sicola, but, yep.
1: but it's but you have to verify that the buyer actually does Has have the, the cash. cash. I you agree with buy. you completely. It's true. All right. Our thanks to Randy Rocky Swan Financial, six four five zero seven three six. Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys, eight nine five nine nine zero zero. Thanks guys for being here. Thank Thanks you for You can reach me anytime at 376 See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.